He is the PR guy for the New Zealand Forest Owners Association. Is that a dirty word now? Surely not. Don Carson uh, on the country today. And Don, I want to talk about wilding pines, especially those wilding pines that are going to invade Hui Rua and Matanui stations. That'll get a bite from you. Yeah, well, damned in the introduction, and then two issues that have nothing to do with each other jammed into the first question. <laughs> <laughs> well, away you go, defend yourself. Well, it makes a change from you trying to goad uh, Stuart Nash into legislating to make farming compulsory rather than forestry. Yeah, there are t- two issues there, the, the wilding conifers, and essentially it's a legacy. Uh, no, hang on, old... Don. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. I said wilding yep. pine, not wilding conifer. Yeah, and I said wilding conifer. And there's a but reason for you most, of them are, most of them are pines, but for clarity, you've got some other ones that are not pines, uh, other species. Um, and it's a legacy, really, of the old Forest Service and catchment boards planting up a whole range of species, uh, mostly for erosion control. And so you've got those wicked ones like Contorta, which is the really nasty one because they mature very early. The seeds spread a long way, and uh, that's why basically the, the species is banned. But there's a whole bunch of other ones. Hey, Don, so I got... Don, I got a text from a forestry mate of mine, yep. Big Phil Williams here in Dunedin, who yes, works indeed. for Competence. He does a great yep. job in the forestry industry, and I'm not anti-forestry at all. I, I, I say bring it on, more export dollars. But he said, and we were talking about whether radiata pine is now kind of a wilding pine, and he said radiata are not a wilding pine as they have a much heavier cone, so don't get spread by the wind. And he says most wilding pine is an actual fact not a pine, it is a Douglas fir. So he's sort of agreeing with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, first of all, the Pinus radiata, uh, it's a delicate wee thing, and, uh, you know, you generally have to keep it away from the frost. So the frost areas, the frost boarding areas, uh, doesn't, uh, doesn't establish, doesn't spread that much, and uh, proper stock management generally can deal with it. OK, the Douglas fir, that is a problem, uh, and that's why very little of it is now being planted, and that which is being planted is under intense scrutiny with resource consents and the like and so you have to do planning programs and analysis of how much the spread is the simple solution long term for that because having a mix of Douglas fir and Pinus radiata is a good production mix. The simple solution to that one would be to get approval for Scion to release those seedlings that they have got uh, in their labs at, um, at Rotorua and you would have sterile Douglas fir they would put the energy into growing the wood rather than the reproductive parts and within a generation, you would have sorted the wilding spread from Douglas fir. But at the moment, the industry's response is to plant very little of it anymore. Don, I want to talk to you about those two stations up in the east coast yes. there, Hui Arua and Amatanui. The locals, and, and we've already heard from Kerry Walsnop say it's an absolute tragedy. I know Graham Williams is uh, chomping at the bit or champing at the bit to be on the show next week about it as well. But you're saying from your comfy position in Wellington there that it's not good farmland. How do you know that? Yeah, well, if you take it, yes, I'm not on the ground there, but I'm taking it from the measurement of the land use capability, and that's how legislation works and how an assessment is done. If you're talking a grand total of a little over between the two stations, sorry to bore you with figures, but that generally is where you find the truth, a little bit more than 6,000 hectares, more than 5,500 of those hectares are classes, land capability classes six and seven. We're not talking luxurious 
brilliant dairy flats here, we are talking the harder hill country. So we are not gobbling up that great uh, classes one to three. In fact, uh, the numbers there on that one, fewer than 300 hectares each of classes three and four. So we are not destroying... uh, overly productive or the higher productive farmland we are talking harder the harder hill country don you need to take a trip down get off your ass in wellington go down to south otago and i can show you or the locals can some land which would be described as dairy flat going into trees how do you how do you defend that well, I can say that of the current estate of 1.74 million hectares, mostly of pine trees, uh, that uh, about 400,000 of that are classes three and four. In some cases, they get gobbled up because there are the flats and you've planted the hillside, you've bought the whole property, you might as well continue to plant down there on the flats. And it's easier to harvest. It's uh, more productive. It grows, you know, now we're getting the truth. There you go. Hmm? More productive, easier to harvest. Why wouldn't you plant them on the good land? Indeed. Because uh, you're going to make then, a fortune out of carbon credits. What happens then, if carbon... It, oh, hang on. What happens <laughs> if the car, price of carbon goes to 170 bucks? It's currently at about 80. carbon, Jamie, goes to zero? Somebody's taking what, a punt on that. What, then, that's the emperor's new clothes. I suspect at some stage in the future it might go to zero. That's the whole design of the, of the system. That's, but the, po- that's I, the point of having yes, it. Yes, I, I know. Yes. I'm going to turn you down. It's my show. If it goes to uh, 170... Uh, I'm your guest. You give me the right to speak. Why we, oh, look, I'll be, I'll be magnanimous, uh, Jamie, and you have a go first. Just this one point. If it goes to like 170 or something next year with a set a cap, it's goodbye nurse under the current regulations as I see it for any sheep and beef farm coming onto the market. Am I being overly pessimistic? <laughs> Final uh, word from knows, you. Who knows what the future may be? Uh, the irrefutable fact is that if we are to achieve anything like the uh, 2050 carbon zero achievement, uh, then we need to rely heavily on an expansion of pine plantations. But they will not take over the country. We cannot have that. Economically, it would be crazy again to put all the eggs in a forest basket as we have in, at the moment, a dairy basket. Meanwhile, China continues to build more and more coal-fired power stations. I rest my case. Don Carson, got to go. Okay, Jamie.